0: Day 46. I confess to using the fast-forward button on the remote quite often. It enables me to skip adverts, avoid the less interesting sections of sports matches, and enjoy programmes I'm more interested in. I confess to even fast-forwarding through elements of online church services sometimes during COVID. There are times in this season where I wish I could fast forward a bit through life. I guess I'm not alone in this. In waiting to get through lockdown, over an illness, past an exam or an interview, the days can drag. Similarly, waiting for a wedding, a celebration, a holiday, a new start or a special event, time can seem to slow to a crawl. In both wanting to get through something hard and arrive at something good, accelerating time seems an attractive option. Other times I'd like to slow time down to make something last, or rewind to experience it again. I need to remind myself that every day matters, and every day is a gift. I do not have the ability to make painful things pass quicker, or happy experiences last longer. There is no remote for my life. I cannot pause, rewind or fast forward. One of my friends recently reminded me of a line, teach us to number our days, that we may get a heart of wisdom. It comes from verse 12 of Psalm 90. Psalm 90 is not the most cheerful of songs. It speaks of human life being short, like grass that withers or dust that blows away. It recognises that we have a limited number of days, And that perspective shapes our choices. The psalm ends with a prayer of hope. Surprise us with love at daybreak. Then we'll skip and dance all the day long. Make up for the bad times with some good times. We've seen enough evil to last a lifetime. Let your servants see what you're best at. The ways you rule and bless your children. And let the loveliness of our Lord our God rest on us confirming the work that we do. Oh yes, affirm the work that we do. Today I'm thankful for this day. Yes, for each and every day. At least I try to be. Some days do suck. Many psalms express an experience of difficulty, danger, threat or weakness. This latest psalm of the Sons of Korah starts with a bold declaration about the Lord. It is not a prayer to be kept safe or made strong. It is the realisation that security and strength are found in God himself. It is not that God plus something is the key to experiencing protection and stability. It is that strength and refuge are located in the Lord. He is our strength and refuge. This is one of the critical points of difference between the Bible and other sacred texts. The Bible does not primarily depict a way to live. It points to God himself. Jesus did not say he knew the way, had some ideas about truth and could help people get a better life. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth and the life. The great comfort in the opening line of the psalm is that God is not far away. This is not a distant stronghold that we have to go on a long journey to find. God is an ever-present help. The Lord is near when things are hard, we are struggling or in crisis. Therefore, we will not be afraid. God is our refuge and strength an ever-present help in trouble therefore we will not fear though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging there is a river whose streams make glad the city of God the holy place where the most high dwells God is within her she will not fall God will help her at break of day. Nations are in uproar, kingdoms fall. He lifts his voice, the earth melts. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Come and see what the Lord has done, the desolations he has brought on the earth. He makes war cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the shields with fire. He says, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. This is a fantastic psalm. The image of safety in the midst of upheaval, turmoil and chaos is a great encouragement. Nothing can separate us from the love of God. Nothing can exceed his strength or penetrate his protection. The psalm describes the most threatening and frightening phenomena imaginable, but is confident that no matter what happens, we are secure in the Lord, in life and in death. In contrast to the picture of pandemonium raging outside, the scene inside the walled city is one of peace. There is a river which irrigates, refreshes and gladdens the people. The city will not fall to the siege of the enemy or the tumult of the storm because God is within. This is the city of God. God's help is 24-7. It is a reality at dawn. No surprise attack will breach the fortress. The God of Jacob is our fortress. This stability is in sharp relief to the upheaval and conflict of the nations. The Lord reigns through history. Empires rise and fall, but God is ultimately in control. Reminds me of a scene in one of my favourite movies, Chariots of Fire, which I keep discovering some people have never watched, and you really should. Eric Liddell is depicted preaching at the Scots Kirk in Paris, on the day of the hundred metre heats. As we watch images of his friends striving for success in the Olympic Stadium, we hear the text of his sermon spoken from the pulpit, quoting verses from Isaiah 40 in the King James Version. Behold, the nations are as a drop in the bucket and are counted as the small dust in the balance. All nations before him are as nothing, They are counted to him less than nothing and vanity. He bringeth the princes to nothing. He maketh the judges of the earth as a vanity. Hast thou not known, hast thou not heard that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not, neither is weary. And to them that have no strength, he increaseth might. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. The montage powerfully makes the point about the difference between competing for national glory and serving the purpose of God while seeking a greater glory. On the morning of the 400 metre final, one of the team masseuse, gave him a square of paper with the written message. In the old book, it says, he that honors me, I will honor, wishing you the best of success always. This was a great encouragement to Eric, who had endured a lot of criticism for his fundamentalist views in refusing to run on a Sunday. The arc of this story was that God was glorified through the stance that Little had taken as he won the gold medal in a world record time. Lidl himself remained humble and in a short speech alluded to his belief that God was honoured through his attitude and effort, not just by his victory. He said, over the entrance to the University of Pennsylvania, there are these words, in the dust of defeat, as well as in the laurel of victory, there is glory to be found if one has done his best. Eric didn't believe in karma, he believed in Christ. At university, on the rugby field, at an Olympic Games, in an internment camp in China, Eric Liddell took refuge in the Lord and found him to be a present help. The psalm ends with the statement to be still and know that the Lord is God. The context here is the aftermath of a battle where weapons are broken and armies are defeated. This is directed to the nations more than the individual. Frenzied activity, self-reliance and violence will lead to defeat. The mighty will be brought low. One day every knee will bow and every tongue confess that Jesus is Lord. Better to acknowledge God now because God is going to be exalted. This declaration to be still and know that I am God is an epitaph to the striving of the nations but can also be a call to pause and reflect. It is better to lay down arms and surrender. It is an expression of grace and mercy before the inevitable desolation that is coming. Whatever is true of the nations is also relevant to us, both in our future and present reality. Whatever is raging around us, at home, at work, in our community and in the world, we can turn to the Lord. Or in the language of the message, to step out of the traffic, take a long, loving look at me, your high God, above politics, above everything. The God of Jacob is our fortress. This simple phrase reminds us of the unfolding revelation of God to his people. The Lord makes covenants and keeps promises. The Lord Almighty is with us, on hand to help. He is a strong fortress with a streaming river. Take courage and keep going, even, maybe especially, on those days that suck and you want to press the fast forward.